0: And I suppose when I started in television, it was the old timey outdoor guy in my neck of the woods. Uh, um, Big Al, I think his name was <laughs> Big, a Big Al, you know, he did outdoor stuff. So I, I think that's what gave
1: me. That was Gene Herring talking about some of the people that had an influence on him getting into the fishing industry over 30 years ago. Gene shares a great old story or two in this week's episode in a career in the fishing video industry. We are on episode 23 of the Wet Fly Swing Show. Welcome to the Wet Fly Swing Fly Fishing Show, where you discover tips, tricks, and tools from the leading names in fly fishing today. We'll help you on your fly fishing journey with classic stories covering steelhead fishing, fly tying, and much more. How's it going, everyone? Thanks for stopping by the Fly Fishing Show. Before I get into the intro, I want to remind you to follow us on Instagram at instagram.com slash wetflyswing. In today's episode, I interview Gene Herring, a guy who has been producing fishing videos for over 35 years. Gene talks about some of the over 40 steelhead videos he has produced, along with plenty of others, clarifies what the real wetfly fishing is all about, and his plan to help get some of this content out to you. He has been involved in the fishing industry, uh, including Fishing the West, a TV show, for the last five years of that series, produced the nationally syndicated Fly Fish TV series, and has since moved his brand into flyfishtv.com. Don't miss this as Gene connects us with some of the biggest names in fly fishing of today and from the past. Without further ado, here's Gene Herring. How's it going, Gene? Good,
0: good little wet but uh, outside of that okay
1: yeah yeah this is good we always have a little bit of uh technical stuff we get uh, straightened out before the show it seems like so this is awesome that we're finally uh, chatting here uh, yeah so I wanted to dig in you know the flyfish tv.com brand and everything has been you know I've I've seen it quite a bit out there and I've dug into it a little bit and seen a number of the you know, the videos and stuff you have, and you've got a wide range of topics. I was hoping you can, you know, break down what that's all about as we get into it. Um, but uh, before we get there, maybe you can just tell us uh, how you got into fly fishing and how the whole fly fish TV kind of came to be. Boy,
0: well, I, um, I mean, I kind of grew up, uh, had an outdoorsy family, so I mean, my real, I, The first fly fishing I did wasn't fly fishing at all. It was just with a fly rod, and I was in northern Wisconsin, and I suppose we'd go up for the trout opener, and we would have fly rods because our creeks were little bitty small deals, and you could use it to stick out and use a spinner and a little piece of worm on there. So (laughs) we called it fly fishing. (laughs) That was probably it. But then uh, I got into journalism and started working in uh, TV news Eventually, and uh, that was kind of a trail that led me from Wisconsin, then to New Mexico, and then came up here and worked for, oh, uh, the Channel 8 here in, oh, really? in Portland. And that's kind of how I got here as a, and I, and I turned out that I was a much better photographer probably than I was a journalist. So I ended up being a video photographer or video journalist, I guess. And kind of funny deal was when I got here, which I love the outdoors and that's, that's where I like to be. And whenever they had a story that came up that had to do with outdoors, for some reason, the other guys didn't want to run out and get wet and hmm. dirty or whatever. They, they always said he would do it. So, yeah. <laughs> so, so I started shooting up here and then I, I had a passion for fishing and I love to chase steelhead. And, and then eventually I, I, uh, I just decided that I wanted to do outdoor stuff, and uh, I I quit doing television news and started up. My original first show was uh, uh, called Pacific Outdoors, and it was more news-oriented, outdoor-issue stuff, but on fisheries, on forestry, on all mm-hmm. the outdoor stuff, mm-hmm. and, and I think I was a little before my time but yeah well, we had quite a few stations and did that for a while and i went back to work for tv news and then i don't know if you remember uh, the fish in the west show which oh, ran yeah. in the northwest yep. um they kind of switched over their crews and kind of fired the people they had and and somebody called me up and said you want to go fishing and that was <laughs> really what kicked me off so i did i did that show for five the last five or six years that it was in business. And then when that, when that show ended, um, I went independent and then I started the, uh, the fly fishing TV show. Cause I had learned how to do mm-hmm. fishing shows. And, and I did a fly fishing TV show, instructional, how to, uh, variety show. And that was on national cable for like five years running and then being a, a tough economy and whatnot. I, I, course, did everything, you know, did independent stuff. And a, a lot of my independent stuff was shooting instructional how-to videos and lodge videos. So I did a lot of fly fishing stuff hmm. and that's kind of how I got into it. And then when TV shows got to be, you know, it just was tough for one man yeah deal to do a TV show. um, I started doing the instructional how-to videos and. I did a whole line of fly fishing videos. So I probably got 30 different instructional fly fishing videos and the Frank Amato publications. I did their gear fishing videos, their instructional how to gear fishing videos. So that's hmm. kind of what brought me here now. And of course I used to do a lot of DVDs, but DVDs we don't do so much yep. anymore. And now, now most of my stuff streams it's, you know, you, you connect through my website to, uh, vimeo and you can stream
1: or download the videos but they're they're
0: feature length they're full length ones but but that's kind of how i
1: got into it that's awesome yeah we'll we'll dig more into some of these videos and some of your guests but uh no this is already starting out good because i didn't even realize your connection to uh fishing the west and and channel 8 i mean this is this is pretty awesome i was uh Wanted to, you know, definitely hear about the uh, Flyfish TV, but I, I love to hear the background and your connection. I mean, you've been in it a while. Like, so how many years, when did you start your whole kind of, would you say your outdoor kind of media type of stuff? Back when, when, you... I added, when I add it, when I add it up in my head, I, I go like TV
0: news was probably uh, 15 years and probably 30 years of doing outdoor stuff.
1: Well, 30 years total. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Pretty yeah, that's, much.
1: That's that's cool yeah I had uh, just thinking about some of my old guests I've uh, older guests that I've had on the show and uh, Jim Tini was one who uh, had on I think episode 5 and uh, you know he talked about I can't remember have you was he uh, one of your guests on your
0: I shows? did a, yeah yeah no I, Jim did I did a number of shows I did kind of a variety show I didn't have one specific guy I just took the best guys I could find so Jim did I suppose Jim did 10 or I did ten or fifteen shows with Jim, um, and I did a video called "Secrets of Steelhead" with him, which is him talking about his swing deal. And I, I think I did that nearly twenty years ago, and it still sells to this day. Yep. I, you can't kill that video; yeah. it keeps.
1: Going on. That's awesome. <laughs> so, That's so. Awesome. Yeah,
0: no, I've done. I've been to to old uh, Alaska with Jim, and I fished with him in uh, the Bahamas for nice tarpon and uh you know just yeah just banged around so i i it has been lucky i i've got to to for sure meet a lot of the a lot of the guys i'm sure you probably have talked to and in i probably did i guess over the years 40 or 50 different tv shows with wow. steel steelhead tv shows with a variety of a uh, variety of folks
1: yeah that's that's really cool yeah we hopefully we'll have time we'll dig into a little <laughs> more of that uh So just thinking about your, you know, the fly fish TV. So it sounds like that got started, uh, you know, more recently as you kind of transitioned, did you have any, you know, getting into it? Did you have like kind of goals for that whole, you know, business or were you just kind of a secondary (laughs) thing as you kind of had it out there?
0: No, no, it was, it was, you know, uh, just the, the, the idea was, I, I mean, my, my experience had been that, that fly fishing was always. I don't know. They tried to make it too technical and overthought. It was just, my feeling was it it's not as hard as people make it out to be Try and, yeah. you know, give simple, straightforward instruction and, and, and help people understand it. And, and mm-hmm. I, what, and I'm not sure that was that successful. I mean, we, we got out a lot of videos out there. And then finally, when I started hooking up with some of the, well, like teeny and, I, uh, a guy named Kelly Gallup, uh, some of the people I had run into who really were smart fly fishing people who, who really had something to say that people wanted to hear, you know, that's kind of eventually when it headed from TV show into instructional, how to feature length videos. So okay, that's, that was the kind of transition, but no, I, I, I wouldn't say I had any master plan. I like being outdoors. I like fishing and I like to be around fishing people. And I think the goal was just to stay out there and, Keep working. Yeah,
1: Yeah. no, it's great. I mean, I, I just looking at the, uh, your website, I mean, there's a ton of con. Do you have like any idea, you said like 40 steelhead videos. I mean, how many total, uh, DVDs or videos and then how many guests that you've, you have out there that people can take a look at. And then what are the subjects and what, what, what are the total?
0: Yeah. Well, there's, there's two different things. The fly fish TV was a TV show that, that aired nationally on national cables and whatnot but the Five Fish TV, I just kept the name to do the instructional videos. So so it's kind of the same name for do different things. So the instructional Five Fish TV videos, I probably have still, I mean, the ones that haven't been retired or what, uh, close to 40 different vi- instructional mm-hmm. videos. And they kind of fall into your basic ones, which all the way from introduction to fly fishing and introduction to casting and bugs and, and basics of fishing a trout stream and whatnot. So I got a, you know, six or eight of those and fly tying fundamentals. Mm -hmm. Kelly Gallup, I probably have, eight or nine videos with Kelly. With Kelly, his big deal is streamer fishing. So I have Mm -hmm. probably three different streamer fishing. Also nymphing, I have at least two different nymphing ones with Kelly. And then I have, of course, tying. His articulated streamers really has been popular. Hmm. So I got the kind of the this, this streamer and nymphing with Kelly Gallup. And then my other top-selling uh, professional is a guy named Davey Watton, who is a, a guy down on the White River in Arkansas. He's originally from Wales, and he he is just a brilliant kind of angler guy. He's he's a little hard to understand. He's an ornery critter, but he's probably probably the most knowledgeable fly angler I ever ran across. So I've got his wet flies was his big thing. The oh, traditional, yeah. traditional style of fishing wet flies where they fished a cast of flies, which is multiple flies. Hmm. And, and we think in the United States of wet fly fishing is throwing a fly out and swinging it. Yep. And of course, when it really originated it, that wasn't it. It was you, you, you had multiple flies. They were wet flies and most of them were attractors as it turned out. Um, but they fished them to all quarters of the stream, fishing upstream and across and down. And, and that is, he's most famous for, Mm -hmm. so that wet fly fishing I have. And then I have a midge fishing one where he talks about how to fish very fine flies with, with light tippet and, and tiny patterns. And then I've got a number of tying videos with him, his, his fundamentals, and of course, wet fly tying. So there's that Cast them. And then for spay fishing, um, I've done three different spay videos with John, uh, with John and Amy Hazel, some with both, some with just John, uh, all in the shoots, fundamentals, all the different casts. Um, then one specifically at fishing steelhead, um, and then one, which is more about switch rods, which how that has changed the sport and how you, how you set up your switch rod and what different lines you use and how the casts are a little different with that. Mm-hmm. And the last one, just last year, um, I did, uh, winter space strategy with, with Rob Crandall who guides, you know, here and on the yep. coast, I guess you're out on the coast now when yep. he's out there, nailing probably the same river you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was on winter fishing, how to get down and, and why it's, a, you know, how your gear changes and whatnot. Yeah. Doing that. So, so that, that's the instructional vein for, for gear fishing, which I did all the, the, um, uh, ones. I did a number of different ones from, you know, from drift fishing to float fishing. Um, and then more recently when, when Amato's quit doing videos, I've done a couple, one called bobber dogging uh with the guy named josiah dar and mike kelly which was pretty successful Hmm. and that we did over on the coast and i did another one where we went i went up to the peninsula and it was just about all different different ways of steelheading and kind of the, the gear they're using now and we covered spinners and spoons and a little bit of everything it's for the guy who's just getting started who wants to know how you go about steelhead fishing and what different ways you can do it so okay so yeah i've chased those steelhead a little bit as far as number of shows like i said i i, I imagine i i've been lucky enough to do 40 or 50 of them on on yeah. steelhead fishing per se all up i've done pretty much most every rear up and down, i don't know most every but quite a few up and down the oregon coast mm-hmm. and northern california and a number of the, the places in british Columbia um, the Skeena and, you know, number of the Kispiaks up there in the tut And, and then I did go with teeny back East and fish a couple of the tributaries to, to the great lakes up in, uh, New York oh, up yeah. in there. Some of the smaller streets. Oh. Uh, well there, I, I, I wish I could tell you there's yeah. like, there's a bunch of them like seven mile, 10 mile. I don't right, know. They, sure. they, they call their creeks by the mile up yeah. there. I don't know. <laughs> so i i
1: was lucky enough to do a couple of them up there so i've seen some steel hit water cool wow so this is a yeah i mean you have a ton of uh a ton of content out there and, and with rob so you're still doing you're still producing new videos do you plan to keep producing new um new videos and new guests as as you keep going here
0: well i'm right i would say at the transition stage <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's, it's harder to climb up those hills with the gear yeah. and uh, uh run up and down streams i i'm i'm very proud to say that i have never gone in and completely submerged a camera and I, i'm not sure i shouldn't just just, I have come very close in any number of p- situations yeah. to where I have, <laughs> and I've been along when other people have gone swimming with their cameras, and I haven't done it. But I think if I try and keep doing it anymore, I don't know. I, I'm probably at the point. I have a couple, you know, like I say, a couple close friends and old clients, and, and that I might do a few things sure. with. But but I'm not. I'm not out pushing them. I, yep. I I do think if there was one more, swing and flies video. I would do, it would be trout spay, which is, is becoming popular now, you know, yep. using spay gear to fish trout. Oh, and yeah. I have tried to talk a couple people into, oh, there's a number of different ones out there. A lot of guys are doing them, but I, I, I think there's, there's one to be done there yet. I, I, uh, I think if somebody would look at my, uh, I've tried to talk Rob Cranley in it, uh-huh. the wet fly fishing video that I've got with this guy named Debbie, Davy Watton. Uh, mixed with somebody who really does spay. I think there's, there's some. Yeah. Good information there because I think trout spay is, you know, the guys like to spay cast. They like to those big rods. They like to do that. And yeah. I, and I think there's, there's something in between swinging flies the way you like to swing them for steelhead and, and fishing trout that,
1: that, uh, I think would be fun. Yeah. And I think it can be productive. Yeah, I, I agree. I, uh, had uh, Matt Clare on the show. He was talking about trout spay in episode uh, 21. Um, and uh, yeah, just a note here, I'll provide links to all the, uh, any of the links we talk about here today. The, the show we're doing is going to be uh, wetflyswing.com slash um, 23 will be this one. So we can, you can check. So out you're making the, the headway, get a, another
0: 400 of those and you'll be right up to how many? Yep. Sure. That's right. Well, I'm doing, <laughs> exactly.
1: <stay> <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm doing uh one a week, so it's going to take oh. me, uh, I imagine, uh, yeah, it's going to take me six, six or eight years or so to kind of get up to, to feel good. But actually, you know, the funny thing about the, uh, the podcasting is, is that they say, if you do more than, I think like eight shows that you've already, you're past 95% of the, the people that try it. So it's like <laughs> most, most people quit. So I'm already, I'm well past that on my way to 2 a Right, right. You, that says one or two things, but yeah, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I still, I still have a lot of work to do, but uh, no, Is it it, I, I uh, really love hearing the, um, you know, the history there and talking about how, you know, started as the TV series back in the day. And I, I assume some of those videos you can still find out there at, at, on YouTube at fivefishtv.com on YouTube, there are some
0: uh, of the episodes. And in fact, I, I want to before, uh too long I'm gonna start running them by seasons it's you know people look at it like you would look at Netflix I want to put it up like that so where you have season one and season two and season three and and I can probably put seven or eight seasons of 26 episodes up there so there are some of the later versions um mm-hmm. I did when I quit doing a Kelly Gallup wanted to do like uh, I, th- I think the last I probably got at least probably a dozen episodes up there, which you can watch for free are up there, but I got another 130 of them going back to the early days that I can start putting up on the, on the YouTube channel. So yeah, that. That's one of my chores, so
1: cool yeah, you, you got it's <laughs> awesome. you got a lot lots to do well, I got a you know kind of a a big question for you. this is something I actually think about, and probably a lot of people do as you get to this you know stuff online and things like I mean what's your plan you know at the end of the day? I mean we're all gonna be gone in you know fifty years or whatever I mean you've got a bunch of content that can help people for years and years and years i mean do you have a a plan for you know, all that stuff. I mean, how is it gonna continue out there and how are gonna people gonna learn? Or is that well, something you think about? Yeah, no, I think about that all the time. Um, you know, I I
0: I I would like it to to generate some income and and until where you can stream it like if you connect to it, you're gonna end up at Vimeo and you can stream it uh one time or you can download it and and you know i i, I think that kind of wears out i mean eventually i think it's going to just be up there uh, i know know that uh youtube is going to come out with a video on demand so i think it will just come out on video i'm i will have all the stuff available for video on demand and the price will diminish here over time and eventually maybe it will just all go up there for 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 nothing my stuff is You know, I, I just like to do feature length stuff. I mean, if I take on something, I want to, to have enough there so somebody can really learn something. So it's not, it's not little snippets. I mean, so, I mean, I think everybody tells me what you need to do, Gene, is just cut it up in a bunch of little pieces and put them up there and, and, you know, make your revenue from advertising. And that's probably the way to go. It's just, it's just, I kind of like people to have the full lesson if they're going to watch it. Yeah. But I I may break down at some point and and do that but but um like I say I I uh, I am running them full length and have them and eventually I guess like I say they'll 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 go out there that the good thing is is that well I mean the nice thing is I I've, I've been lucky to work with some good people so one thing about information if it's good information it doesn't matter when it came out yeah, people can still get something from it you know that's my feeling about yeah. it yeah so there's a lot of like i say there's some of the free stuff on youtube and i suppose more and more of it will come out that way where it'll be available free but it's also there for somebody who really wants to to dig into it i think there's there's substance there and if you it's pretty reasonable it used to be you know you had to pay 20 or 30 bucks for a dvd now you're paying half of that or or less to you know get a look at it once so if somebody wants to pick up something there's it's there
1: okay so if somebody so if we had somebody on here that's uh fairly new to steelhead fishing maybe looking for uh winter fish or you know something like that you would direct them to uh vimy where would you send them to, to learn <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, are you talking about just fly fishing directly? Yeah. So yeah, the, yeah. I yep. mean, well, if you go to dot com and you, you look down there, if, if you, you know, spay guy, there's, there's John Hazel's, uh, um, spay fishing steelhead, which I think is a great one. I think, I think this recent one winter space strategy so you can find the video it will take you to your option you can get the dvd or you can do a download or you can do a stream which will so you can have any choice in doing that if you're talking about guys who are not strictly five fishing gear gear guys um the gear videos i've combined the the videos that i did for amados on steelheading and salmon fishing with a that I have done gear fishing videos and they're on a different site called anglerfishproductions.com. That was a label that I, I just created for okay. for gear fishing gotcha. and the videos that I have done. So that's, that's another vein, but I, you can, you can get to them, like I say, through, through five TV.com and anglerfishproductions.com for, for gear fishing guys. I think some of the gear fishing stuff, at least it tells you you know something about steelhead themselves, you know which is even helpful to the to the fly guy i I think that that you know there's too much this way or guys who go, well I only do this and they don't yeah. talk about this or I only do that well, I think for me, I was doing shows where you did both this and that and it was amazing you could learn mm-hmm. a little about each other's sport from each other you know it was yep. you know, it was all most of it was gear back in the day. And when they evolved it to the fly fishing in, in this country anyway, yeah. you know, I think it was the other, the other way around in Europe, but, mm. but I think there's something to be learned there. I, I was doing the, uh, this one kind of bobber dogging, which is just fishing with floats and kind of dragging the gear, and beads. Uh, and, uh, I even, by the time I got done that, I was convinced that steelhead, hang down there on the bottom much more than I thought, (laughs) you know, they're not, they're, they're pinned down there, you know, they're way down, they're way down there and you got to get down to get them unless they're real happy, you know, unless they're real. So, Mm -hmm. so getting down, you know, and it's different with summer fish. I know you can draw the summer fish up, but the winter fish are, you gotta, you gotta encourage them to come off the where they are, which I think a lot of it is down, down deep, anyway so i don't know what we were talking about but
1: yeah there you go no no that's that's uh yeah, i think you covered that that very well so yeah i was just thinking uh you know more about your history so you know as you kind of look back at the uh you know all the years 30 years of doing this is there a point there where you kind of think you had a um you know kind of a turning point or a story something that kind of you know, basically brought you into the industry fully or, you know, have you always just been been into fly fishing? Uh, you know, or, or 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 know, yeah, just, it sounds like you've been doing this a while, but at some point, I mean, you weren't, you kind of went all in into the fishing. Was there a a point there that kind of triggered that or was that just kind of a natural evolution? Well, I think when,
0: when I came, um, I was doing the fishing with the West show, which I, I was lucky to be on that and I got to travel the, the world on somebody else's dime mm-hmm. and, and see the fishing all over, which was a great experience. Um, what I got out of that, uh, there's a well-known lake fishing guy named Denny Rickards, who's oh, yeah. down in, in Southern Oregon. And uh, he wanted to do a tying video and and we, and we did that. And then, you know, somebody saw that and they wanted me to do a tying video for that. And then another guy, uh, well, Jay Fair. Who's? I think Jay Fair passed away. He was in Northern California. He fished uh, like on Eagle Lake in Northern California. He wanted to do an instructional fly fishing video on how he. Essentially, he was a crossover. He trolled lakes with flies, and he tied flies, and and ended up doing a video for him on how to how to fly fish, how to troll flies for, for big trout. And uh, you know, I think that kind of that there was like three or four months there where everything I was doing and what people were paying me to do was doing fly fishing stuff. And, and I think that's probably what turned me towards strictly fly fishing. Cause that's where, you know, I was getting clients. I had kids to feed. I had to mm-hmm. stay busy and it was like, well, maybe there's something to this fly fishing stuff. And then, like everything else I had done TV shows and going, well, maybe I should do a TV show on that. And that's kind of what happened. So it was, it was, you know, and I think the thing about fly fishing, I just liked the places it took me, you know, I just liked the rivers. I just liked the, it, it, it got you to places I like to be in, you know, Mm -hmm. it got me to the mountains, it got me to the rivers. And, and, uh, and so it was a, it was a happy place
1: for me. Yeah, yeah that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, cool. It's cool to hear. And I, I yeah, just, I was telling before we got started here, I interviewed a a new guide on the last episode, um, Durant Torres, and he has a really cool perspective on everything. But it's interesting because, I mean, you've been doing this a long time. He's, he's just getting started. And, and the, the take home message that, you know, I hear from a lot of people. Is that, you know, you, you can't get into the fly fishing industry for the money and that keeps coming up, you know, you gotta, you gotta have that passion. So do you have any, any knowledge or wisdom you'd tell, uh, Duran, uh, you know, Torres as he's starting out, as far as, you know, what to expect. Or, God
0: bless you. If that's, if you want to babysit anglers, I don't, know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, I have, I've always thought about it and I, and I have spent a lot of time with guides, a lot of guides yeah. and, and uh, I'm going bless you if you can do this every day and and time after time. And, you you know, the, being a guide is a lot like being a fishing video photographer. You know, everybody said, Oh geez, you got to fish everywhere. Well, I got to watch people fish everywhere. You know, I, I looked at a lot of guys behinds, you know, over the years. And I, and I always (laughs) said that doing fishing shows, if it was real bad fishing, you would get to fish. Well, why don't you go ahead and try and fish (laughs) for a while, you know, or, and then the trouble was if it was really good it had come down to well let's do another show we can get two shows here oh, if wow. it was too so you had to be kind of in a sweet spot there yeah. that that was if it was <laughs> it was just good enough to get one show and you got it done quick enough then maybe you would have a couple hours before dark to get some get some time in so yeah, it, exactly. it it's not all cracked up be but but I you know like i say you have to you have to get the reward is being out there and doing what you doing what you, you know, you like to do and being where you like to be. And I, you know, I've always had ants in my pants, so I don't think I could do it as a guy in the same place over and over again. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I was lucky. I got to go a different place all the time. So, but these guys who, you know, it takes a special character. It takes a special person and, uh, and, if you want to stay married, it's going to take a special woman, I can tell yeah, you that, yeah, <laughs> because that. it's a, it's a, it's a tough and demanding life. I mean, one like I was saying, I, I Kelly Galt, my top guy, um, Kelly doesn't guide anymore because he runs a shop and he does a lot of stuff. But the Davy Watton, I suppose Davy is pushing my age, which is, you know, sixty eight going on seventy. He still does 200, 215 wow. days a year, wow. on the There's- water. So,
1: huh. I he, yeah, he probably loves it. I mean, that's the thing that you hear from the guides that are still doing it. I mean, they, they've probably evolved a little bit, but yeah, I mean, they, they just love it. I, I've done a little bit of my, myself and pretty much, uh, didn't, <laughs> didn't like it that much. It's, uh, I think it's a, it it's takes the, a special person.
0: It does. It does. I mean, you have to somehow get enjoyment out of that and, and catching people fish and, and whatnot and. And there's, you know, there's a lot of great ones in this country, in in this neck of the woods, and I've been lucky to fish with a lot of them, but like you say, it takes a special person and you gotta, you gotta love being there on the water and, and, and love that community that you're in and, uh, and then you have to, you know, you have to with our fishery, which is tougher than a lot of them, you know, we're so dependent on fish that run up rivers and runs and, and whatnot. It, it, I don't know how you would have any hair if you were a guide in this neck of the woods, (laughs) you know, trying to figure
1: out when your fish are going to come, if they're going to come and it changes every year. So it does. And then you have bad years and you have, yeah. And and so for you, you've done, I mean, you got like, yeah, 40 videos on steelhead, but you also have some trout stuff. How did you, where did you draw the line on species that you covered and all that? Well, um, I mean more, I, more for the more recent stuff you've been doing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I can say I, I probably did 40 TV shows,
0: but not 40 how-to videos on steelhead. But, but I mean, you know, you're just trying to judge the audience and see what, what you think there's a desire to see out there. I mean, the, I was trying to kind of build, like I say, a, a, com- a complete, collection on the, in terms of the basic stuff something on fishing something on casting stuff on the next level of fishing something on entomology something on time so I was to reach a, kind of reached kind of abroad on the basics and and you know you're just trying to to touch on stuff that you think people would have an interest that hasn't been been hammered to death by mm-hmm. by other other videos you know it so it You know, it just, it's not, it's not easy. I have a bunch of ones that don't sell at all that I have stacks of, uh, the stack goes to the ceiling of the DVDs in those boxes. And, and, you know, it's, it's what's. What you think is popular? I mean, I I did one with a guy named Joe Warren on fishing smallmouth bass on the Columbia River, which I think is a really good video and it's a really good fishery that's underfished, and it's exciting uh, kind of fishing because smallmouth are great, but it just has not, yeah. it just has not done very very
1: yeah. well yeah.
0: because I guess there's a lot of guys that are not crazy about smallmouth, but no. but it is a great fishery, but yeah, and then on uh like I say on the other hand I. I didn't think this gear fishing one on bobber dogging would, but boy, it, it was very successful. So it's, you're just trying to figure stuff. Um, and guys who, you know, young guys like you who have really embraced the, the internet and getting out there. Um, you know, if you have your hosts like who are, who are attuned to that, you know, that makes it, difference too you have a guy who who is very connected and thinks you know they they get a feel for what's going to work what's not going to work and there are trends you know of course spay fishing has grown mm-hmm. you know that's why that became popular just like i say i think trout spay is grown so i think yeah. that's going to become popular so there's there's things that come along um
1: yeah there there definitely are things that i was just thinking i, I mentioned this on the last episode uh but uh, you, know, you probably never heard of uh, pigfarminc.com, com. Um, I'll bet. But uh, you know, it's kind of interesting because it just shows you some of the stuff that's out there on YouTube. And and uh, the are the, they from back east? Yeah, maybe you. So you have heard of them?
0: I did a uh, a musky fishing uh, tournament in I want to say Tennessee. I'm I'm pretty sure the guys in the they're at that musky tournament they wore t-shirts with
1: yeah i think the pig farm on them that, that was probably it yeah and i just recently just this this week kind of heard about the this, their, their story but i mean the gist of kind of the stuff they're doing is one of the things is they're going into bars or whatever and, and basically teaching people how to tie flies that have never even tied flies or know anything about it. and they're doing all sorts of weird things where, like you know you have to do it blindfolded and you, you know and they're tattooing just, tattooing right. each other at the bar and stuff
0: judging from the amount of partying that went on in that place next to me, I was working trying to do a TV show, but anyway, the yep. the extent of partying that was going on at that, the pig farm joint next door, I can believe what you're saying. Yeah, uh, totally. Yes. So I
1: don't know the whole gist. So maybe there is uh, some extensive uh, partying or whatever, but I yes. just, I just think it gets to the point of like, you know, there's kind of some different crazy stuff going on out there. And, you know, those people I think are just building a little community of, of people that are, that are into it. And, uh, right. But it's right. interesting to think of it because, you know, you've, you've got a ton of information out there and, it, you know, it's obviously a different, different audience and things like that. But uh, yeah, there's a lot of different ways to do it, I guess. And I'm not sure what the, the secret right. is.
0: <laughs> no, no. I think, like you say, though, I think the, the guy, um, what you, you, she said to me, try and talk to Kelly Gallup, who's my stream the guy who yeah. does my streamer videos. Um, you know, Kelly, you, you, he came up with, you know, I mean, I think Kelly's deal is he's fishing a very active form of fly fishing, you know, where you're casting and retrieving and it's not the more, you know, river runs through it vision right. of, of what it is. So I think there's a appeal to younger people with that being a more active and kind of competitive and fast moving, uh, deal. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I think there's there's trends that are picking up with, with, uh, with, you know, younger anglers that, that, uh, you know, weren't looked at before have there that are, you know, they're looking at things, not in the traditional sense.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, no, I think you hit it on the head. I mean, everybody it's, you know, what's your niche. I was, uh, talking to, uh, John Shuey in a past episode and. You know, he mentioned he's the editor of, uh, Northwest, you know, fly fishing magazine, which is a big magazine, but his, his crowd, you know, his readers are dedicated, but they're a little bit older, but you know, and then right. com- compared to like the Drake magazine, which is more of a younger crowd. And then you can look at my thing where, uh, you know, I'm not sure exactly the age of the people that listen to mine, but I know that there's also, <laughs> the, there's also the Drake cast, which is maybe a little bit younger audience and, you know, you just find your audience and you find your people and, and they like right. your stuff. And I'm sure you have that, you know, you've probably got your people over the years that have, will, will buy your stuff no matter what.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I love those guys. <laughs> you know, you, you, <laughs> yeah. They'll buy everyone. Exactly, Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> you can't get any better than that. And yeah. I, and a lot of them will not do, you know, half of what that'll do, but, but yeah, no, you have to, you have to find your people. That's cool. And I,
1: uh, you know,
0: like I say, I hope some of it is, is what some, somewhat timeless. So.
1: Yeah. But Gosh. So, so you've, uh, fished with, uh, some big, you know, big names and people and places all around the world. Are there any, uh, anybody that you consider a, a mentor? I mean, you've done your own fishing, right? I mean, do you do, um, I guess you, you still chase steelhead or do you have a, a species? I mean, there's a couple, well, couple of questions there, but.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um I, know I I I live near the Washugal and I'll fish the the Washugal for Steelhead and uh the Kalama and uh I we I get up to well the collets some on the collets but uh we fish cutthroat on the collets too and oh, cool. and uh yeah yeah and trout. I mean I I uh I'm a member of the Oregon fishing club which has a number of trout lakes and access points for steelhead fishing too they got like probably 40 different waters you can fish it's kind of well it's kind of a lease deal where it's fenced off and and they've got their own property but but they have a piece they have a piece up here on the Washugo River where you can launch your boat and it's the only boat launch on that piece of water so i did a video for them so that i could have access that one piece of steelhead water <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so nice. that's how i that's how i ended up up on that but yeah no i like the steelhead fish i like the fly fish trout um i gear fish trout with my grandkids um mm-hmm. so yeah no i still like to fish i i i don't get out like i used to i do like to go to the to i mean i i like the shoots, but i like those rivers in Montana and Wyoming to trout fish. Yeah. Um, you know, that's that's kind of awesome. You know, mm-hmm. that's, that's, I, I love to kind of drift a, you know, a river and chuck flies. If, if, uh, yep. You know. And I was, you know, if I had a lot of money and whatever, I'd probably go to Alaska some too, because I was lucky enough to fish in Alaska
1: quite a bit. That's but, right. That's right. Do you have, and then on that second part, do you have anybody you, you consider, I mean, I guess over your whole career that were kind of a mentor for you to help you get to, you know, where you, I mean, you, you do, you're an expert, a uh, video and production and all of that. Is there somebody that you kind of look back on and said they really influenced you?
0: <laughs> well, you, it's, it's funny. I mean, you know, every, every place has their old timey, uh, outdoor Guy, um, and I suppose when I started in television, it was the old timey outdoor guy in my neck of the woods. Yeah, uh, um, Big Al, I think his name was Big Al Roy. Really. Big, Big Al, you know, he did outdoor stuff. So I, I think that's what gave me the urge. Um, and this here was more, you had a guy here yeah. in the in this way, neck of the woods. You had a guy named Jim Conway. Oh yeah, I think was the original outdoor guy in this neck of the woods, but every, every place has had one. You've got the old guy who always went out and did the outdoor stuff. And I always thought that was a, that was a, a neat deal, you know, um, you know, Grant McCombie Grant sneaks in as much fishing and whatnot that he can, he He he, he can, I know he does a lot of touring too, but you can tell he likes to fish. So I, I don't know. It's, I, I guess those kind of guys, um, and, you know, I, I don't know I, I suppose, uh, Larry from fish in the West, mm-hmm. he, he allowed me to see into the world that I ended up in, I guess. So, I mean, I, I look up to those guys. I, I kind of like feel, I kind of cut my own. I always went down, you know, if you had two trails, I always went on the left one <laughs> that which is not going to make you much money, but you're going to see a lot of new trails. I think is what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. but yeah but i and and of the of the you know uh, neatest people i have got to see i mean you know I, I look at them i probably differently than other guys the famous guys i i uh, you know i i can't say as much as i i can the best anglers and i and i managed to oh well, there's jack dennis who was a well known angler he he provided me a lot of work and, and got me and that he's kind of out of Jackson, Wyoming, which introduced me to that neck of the woods there. Cause I really didn't know that country that much. Hmm. Um, Kelly Gallup, my guy on the Madison, Davey Watt and the guy in the Southeast, um, you know, just some, some great anglers. I don't know as any, uh, too many famous people. I want, if I could remember as well as I used to, I probably could pick Pat McManus, who was the guy who wrote all the fishing oh, yeah. books. I never got to fish with yeah. him. Yeah. He was his books are much funnier than he was. Really? <laughs> <I don't laughs> <laughs> <laughs> know that. Um and some put you know, some athletes and whatnot. But sure. I, I I remember the places uh, more than I guess I remember the uh
1: No kidding. The the people. And the and the fishing, and the fishing. Do you have a uh, kind of a memorable story from one of the guests or one of the places from all the all the years of doing this? Oh, geez, <laughs> <laughs> it's not not an easy. You one. know,
0: you know, not not an easy one. Everybody, you know, I I probably did a hundred and twenty-five stories with fishing the West. So I mean, I I had some great memories from there. It, it, they, they fall in a different variety. Probably the greatest fishing that we had, we had uh, a day on the Barrier Reef, the Great Barrier Reef off of Australia when we caught, I think we caught five marlin the biggest one, probably a 1,000 pounds, one probably about 700 pounds, according to the guide, who, you know, guides lie, so you don't know. But another one, about 500, and a couple about 250, so probably five marlin in one day. And as a photographer, you know, pretty hard to beat that. If you you messed up on one, you still had another one to make up for. So as far as a fishing day, that was probably as fantastic a fishing day as you could possibly have um for steelhead i did a show on the sole duck up on the olympic peninsula and um we got a fish that was probably a steelhead probably 25 pounds on the sole duck uh, which is the only time i've ever seen one that you know that that big and for a steelhead guy that was pretty special before your time there was a guy named kurt Gowdy who was a, who did the American sportsman's, which was probably when you talk about what inspired me more than anything was probably that, which was back in the days, which you won't remember. We only had three TV networks and, huh. uh, and we only had one football game a weekend. If you can imagine <laughs> you would, on Sunday, you would get a football game. And this guy was the announcer, Kurt Gowdy. And then after that, he did a show called American sportsman's and he would go with famous, all fishermen, huntermen, fisher—you know, anglers and and hunters—and and he did shows, um, you know, fly fishing shows when nobody else really was with some, you know, famous anglers, and 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 I did get to fish with, well, do shows with him, and that was that was pretty exciting to me, and, uh it, I think that was one of the things that you know before there was the river run through it, there was. Kurt Gowdy and his outdoor shows that, yeah. that were on Sunday afternoons across the whole country. And I think it introduced a lot of people to, to fly fishing. Yeah. And, uh, so he, he was a neat guy to be with. Um, but I don't know. I, 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 I probably remember the, you know, the guides who could tell stories all day long and make you laugh and, and, uh, the cranky ones who, you know, the guy's less famous, but more interesting than the than the famous guys, I yeah. guess.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I hear you. That's a, uh, yeah, that's a lot of uh, a lot of knowledge you've been around over the years for sure. And I think you
0: know one of the, I, I guess when people go, "What do you to learn about fishing?" You know, I I think I don't know which one of the you know the guides or whatever tell you, but here we are you know with fancy equipment technology everything trying to figure out smart a fish and and you know when it gets right down to it they're not very smart <laughs> but they have good instincts mm-hmm. so i think it, it, you got to think of it more of an instinct thing how how you you figure out their instincts and what their in- instincts do and and i think that's particularly true with with, with steelhead i think they they uh they instinctually, um, you know, are are frightened by stuff. They instinctually do stuff that 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 uh, makes them, you know, sometimes easy to fool, sometimes difficult to to yeah. fool. But but uh, when you when you look, you know, and I, I, we shot on a lot of underwater stuff, and when you look hmm. underwater and you you see that little fly whipping down there. um, You just, it amazes you that they can even find it, but it, Hmm. but, but they can, but it's like I say, it's figuring out their instincts and why, what, what makes them do what they want to do. That's more important than looking and outsmarting them. I don't think they're, they're brilliant animals, but they do have awful good instincts. They know when they're in danger and, and they know, I think they particularly know, and it's always been puzzling to me. I think the thing about swinging flies and wet flies like you talk, you know, that doesn't seem to be a very natural deal. And the whole other deal about steelhead is it it seems to me you want to make the thing as natural as possible. You know, you, when you're, Mm -hmm. when you're fishing with nymphs or whatnot, you're trying to get a dead drift, you're fishing with bees, you're trying to get it moving at the Mm -hmm. current speed and, and whatnot. And then. Then you come in the swinging flies, the traditional spay steelheading, and, and you look at that and go, what instinct is that, you know, is yeah. that working on it, it? That, that is probably, cause I always looked at it like, Hmm, is wh- how are they figuring that out? That, that yeah. sequential bringing that fly down again and again and again and again is, is what instinct does that trigger? And I think there is some instinct somewhere that it is. And, and, uh. You know, fortunately for spay guys it works, you know. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's the cool thing. I think that's yeah, it's kind of a depending on where you're at, there's a little bit different, you know, instincts going on. But yeah, you might have a the predator reaction where they're trying to, you know, attack you know, a little fish sort of thing. So they're kinda crushing that and you got all sorts of patterns there. But then you got like the also like the intruder stuff, which is just you know, you're startling to, them. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're yeah. curious, but I mean, I think, yeah, they are, I think they're either curious or they're, or they're trying to crush it and and kill it or get it out of their territory or, but it, it, it's interesting. I think you're right on though. The instinct is uh, way is probably the most important thing if you can think, think about that. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's a good, uh, good perspective for sure. Um, I was kind of thinking more, uh, you know, all the stuff you've been talking about, you know, you've got a ton of Resources for for people on your site and everything over the years. Do you have any any books or uh, other videos or resources you you follow that aren't your own that you know that you're into? Well,
0: I you know I have. Um, there's a guy named Gary Lafontaine mm-hmm. um, who who goes back was the wrote a book on mayflies and wrote a book on caddisflies, which really evolved the thinking of a lot of traditional. Fly fishing I mean he he was in the west, and he he really opened people's eyes up to a lot of fly tying techniques and angling techniques when it came to mayflies and caddisflies and the the what trout feed on and, and unfortunately he got <laughs> Lou garrigs I had done a number of shows with him, and he was getting to the point where he couldn't go out anymore oh, uh. and I knew he was a uh, you know a real a writer and a well-read guy and whatnot. So I said, well, Gary, why don't you do book reviews and he, he picked out a number of different fly fishing books, which he thought were the foundation of, I mean, some of the yeah. fly fish books. So, so over, I did 12 different, I suppose, books that he did reviews on. So hmm. that was, you know, in terms of me understanding probably the, the more basics of fly fishing, I, I, I read some of them, the, the basic historical trout fishing books. And, and that gave me a, gave me a good foundation, but I, I guess I learned at some point, I was a much more visual guy than I yeah. <laughs> am a, uh, uh, I can remember pictures much better than I can remember books and whatnot. Sure. So it, it's, it's, uh, you know, I, I. I guess I learned from the people I saw that's, that's what happened in the end. Um, like I say, if, if you find somebody that, that you think they know what they're saying and know what they're talking about, Mm -hmm. if you, if you, you study them, I think you can, you can pick up a lot on, and there's a lot of good stuff out. I mean, and there's a lot of great, great guys in the Northwest who, who know what they, they, uh, they are talking about. Um, so, I mean, I, and I, and fly fishing books are, you know, you secondhand store or wherever mm-hmm. they're, they're there. If you just dig in, you know, dig into the ones you can find. Um, yeah. everybody's got something to, everybody's got a, a, a thought on it. I, I, like I say, I think we have a tendency to over complicate the stuff. So, so, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, 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 I I think it's all there. I mean, if fortunately or unfortunately, I don't know which is, the, which is the case, you know, fishermen have a whole hell of a lot of time while they're standing out there, um, yep. fishing to, to think about the deal. That's true. And it, for some reason, it always compels them to, to, it compels a number of them to write about of it and a number of them to make and create different things we can buy to, to, to what we think are going to give us an advantage over something. So I, yeah. I think well, we're bombarded with stuff when it comes to fly fishing. That's, but
1: That's true. That's true. But, uh, well, I think the cool thing about, you know, the day and age we're in now is that, you know, we're talking about books and obviously books are always going to be there. But for me, I'm, you know, I think it's whatever you find that you're into. And for me, that's part of the reason I got this show going is that I just kind of love the audio kind of show process and videos too, but I'm not as much of a, uh, probably a, a reader as, as I am more into the audio and video, yeah. you know, and yeah. that's, that's kind of my thing. I think there's probably somebody right now listening to this show, you know, uh, that probably is out, you know, on a trip or driving somewhere and listening to this as we're talking and, uh, <laughs> there's that's, that and- you know, that's a different, different way to consume.
0: Right. Yeah. And, and I think it's YouTube. I mean, I got a grandkid here right now and, and he's plugged into a headset and his YouTube deal. And that's what he looks at. That's what they, you know, and nowadays you can pop up and, you know, type something in and you can, you can get information, you know, that you never could get before.
1: Yeah. Well, and And for a guy, for sure. Yeah.
0: I mean, I'm just saying, and and of course for a guy who's made uh, videos for a living and sold them it's a tough deal because now it's there's also so much free out there you know yeah. there's so much free and it's a great thing for people who want to learn because you can you can find what you never could find before you know yeah. and you can find it for free you used to have to pay me to wow. to learn it i, I still think you can, it's nice to go to a real guy who's got a reputation and and learn you know the whole deal what he might know in one piece as opposed to searching around for all kinds of parts of it but honestly to tell you the truth it used to be if i made an instructional fly fishing video for example the first one on articulated streamers that was out there i sold a whole lot of those now if i make one of those videos in a matter of a month every one of those ties that's on there is uh is going to be on the internet for free in a month.
1: Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think I think you're right. I mean, it's obviously changing, and it, and it always will change. I mean, the, the one thing that doesn't change, and we talked a little bit about this off-air before, but uh, is building your, you know, your audience or your crew or your people that follow you. And that and that's kind of what you do. You know, you, you go on YouTube, and if you want to do that model, you, you give a bunch of videos away for free, and people love it, and they get to know you, and they subscribe to your channel. And then when you have something that's worth value that you want to sell, you know, and then those people are there to buy it because they're your raving fans. I mean, that that's kind of the one right. model you could look at that's different from before.
0: Yeah. Yeah, ab- absolutely. And, mm-hmm. and, um, but, but it's, it's, you know, more accessible than it's ever, ever what, been. What, that it?
1: Totally. Which is, I mean, tough. Like you're saying, it's tough for folks like you where you're trying to sell yeah, it's those videos. Yeah, thing. I'm getting old. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> because for some people, you know, that definitely uh, want the free stuff out there. You know? Yeah, yeah. And, and I will say one other thing on this note, not to uh, belabor the point, but, um, you know, it is all on YouTube for sure. But also people will pay for convenience, and, yes. and if you can yeah. give them something where they don't have to go search YouTube for a couple of days to find everything, if you can just give them a little package of something, you know, yeah. they'll, they'll pay for that convenience. So there's still that, you know? Yes, that's true. And, and streaming has, has
0: changed that, you know, people are willing to stream, like you say, if they it conveniently can stream it or download it and just have it there at, the, at their convenience, it is there. But it, but it, it, like I say, it's, it's seek it out because there's. And like I say, there's books there and there's yeah. videos there and, 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 uh, you can be specific. You can hone it down to, you know, if you're a spay guy, if you're want to know more about your switch rod, or if you want to know how to, your line, or you want to know, you know, how to construct your leaders or, or, yeah. or how to tie your flies too. Totally. You know? I mean, totally. it, it It's, it's, uh, yeah. it's a marvelous time. It's, it's overwhelming, I think in, in some ways it's like how do you how do you sort what's important but i i i would say like you you just said was is find somebody that you feel like you're getting something and out trust, of and, yeah. or find some organization or group that you trust and and you know mind that for what you can can get out of it
1: yeah yep, and that and that's a you know, and, uh, you know, that's kind of what I'm doing here, right? I'm, I'm providing a free, uh, you know, resource people to, to learn from some of the best of the, you know, best in the business people that have done it before. And, you know, and that's, that's part of my value I'm, I'm offering, but, uh, yeah, Gene, we're, we're just about there. I had a, uh, just a couple more questions I wanted to throw out at you, um, be, before I let you go. And one of them's, one of them's kind of big and one of them's kind of small, but, uh, you know, we talked a little bit about this, I guess, but you know, at the end of the day and, you know, down the line 50 years from now, what do you, what do you think of, you know, your connection to the whole fly, fishing, Roy? Really, it's fishing industry and the whole, you know, fishing, fly fishing and gear fishing. And then, you know, what, what is your, you know, what would you like to be remembered for? What, what's your connection to all that? Do you ever think about that? I suppose you get older, you, you think about that stuff. I, I,
0: I imagine, um, it would be that I have provided a, a avenue for for some people to convey their knowledge, what they knew about about uh, fishing angling, um, so that other people could enjoy it. I think there was always an element of of uh, trying to respect the the, the resource. Um, I mean, you know, I. I fishing has made my living and fed mm-hmm. my kids and whatever for 35 years or so. Um, and, and I think that fish, you don't have good fishing without good water and a good environment. So I, I would hope some of that runs through there somehow, mm-hmm. but I, I, I guess it, it would be that I've, I've, uh, introduced some some people who, who, uh, can give you good instruction and help people enjoy recreation. And, and hopefully if they enjoy recreation, they will, they will help protect our resources because, because you don't, you don't have, you don't have fish or good fishing without a good environment. And, and, uh, yeah, that's what I would like. I don't know if that's the case, but that's what I would like to, to, to come of it, I guess.
1: Yep. Yep. No, I agree. I think we're, uh, we're we're working there. We got a lot of work ahead of us to make sure we got, uh, healthy populations for the next generation. But, uh, I think you're, you know, what you've done is, uh, introduce, I'm sure, uh, thousands of people, you know, over the years to, uh, to fishing, which is, which is no small feat. So that's, that's yeah, pretty and awesome. Fly, and fly fishing, it's funny. I, the first instructional video
0: we did was introduction to fly fishing with a couple, Terry and Wendy Gunn, who hmm. are still run a fly shop on the on the Colorado River
1: oh, cool. at Lee,
0: Lee's Ferry, which is right where yep. all the boat, boats put in oh, yeah. and run, run the Colorado. And then they go up from there and, in uh, Glen Canyon. Hmm. And to this day, you know, Sportsman's Warehouse still sells a, a lot of my videos. It still sells. I mean, the waiters look funny, and it it, yep. it, it, it is, but I imagine... 20 or 25,000 of those have gone out and another wow. they we also did after that the introduction to fly casting and i suppose 10 or 15,000 of those. So there's you a... look back and you go well there's 25,000 people who wanted to
1: exactly learn how to
0: fly fish it it gave them a a start and and uh, yep. so anyway there's a lot of people there who who got their feel for fly fishing and hopefully it was unintimidating and i i I just think, like I say, that the the fly shops. There's a lot of good fly shops. There's a lot of good people in fly shops and whatnot. But but some of it has all been too intimidating and too many people who want to be perceived as being the uh, the keepers of the knowledge. Um, when it, you know, my my feeling is you're there to to share it and yep. and, and and not make it as appear if it makes you know more than anybody else you know so I, I i there's a little bit of that that still goes on in the industry like like we know it and and you have to come to our temple to yeah to learn it and it, it's just bs as far as i'm concerned it
1: yeah.
0: it, it is like i say it's not as complicated as it sometimes is made to be but and, and like I say, it, it can be enjoyable, but people don't need to be put off by, by what, you know, what it is. It's just a, it's a technique is what it is. Huh?
1: Yep. Yep. No, I, I agree. I think, uh, I think some of those days are, yeah, most of them are behind us now. I think we're in the day of free, a lot of it's uh free knowledge. And like we talked to there's lots of information out there. So there's, you know, lots of people and resources, but, uh, Cool. Well, we're, uh, just want to ask you maybe in the next six months, uh, if you have anything new coming up, you want to share that we can look forward to or anything. Uh...
0: I, I wish I could say I had something brilliant new that was coming up, but, but I don't, other than I will start chucking up on the YouTube, uh, dot com. I will start chucking up the, yeah the old shows. So Perfect. you are able to see, uh, uh. And I say my, my shows are always, they kind of have one part, which is the guys fishing and trying to show you something. And then they will have a, a tying instruction in cool. it. And then they have a little piece from one of the how-to videos in there. So, so there's a little bit, like I say, that you could pick up and how-to stuff as, as time goes on. But I, I will start, um, like I say, add more to them. So on a regular basis, it's one of my goals is to keep, keep. Bringing
1: it out there. Yep. Yep. Good stuff. So, uh, so yeah, I'll keep an eye on that. And, uh, like I said at the beginning, uh, all the show notes for all these links that you, you've covered here and we've talked about, will be at wetflyswing.com slash 23. And, uh, I'll make sure to link out to all your stuff and get a bunch of, uh, get more people involved and, and we'll go from there. So, uh, yeah, if, if people want to find you, uh, where, sh- where should we send them online?
0: Well, it's just com. You can get to me through there.
1: Okay. Perfect. All
0: right. And I appreciate the talk. I wish, uh, wish I was a better speaker, but, but if you look at the videos, like I say, I mostly rely on other people
1: yeah. to provide the information. You, I, you, you did awesome. G no, this is uh, <laughs> okay. this has been a great, great show. I mean, I think, uh, I have different people on every week and, uh, you know, we kind of touched on a lot of what you've done for 35 years, and I think uh, people are going to appreciate that, especially you know those that are kind of trying to get into uh, you know into this niche and, and learn a little bit about it. So yeah, no, I appreciate good. you spend the time, and uh, I'll keep in touch with you, and uh, we'll, we'll see you sometime soon, hopefully. Yep. Well, good luck with the show. All right. Thanks. So there you go. If you want to find all the show notes with all the links we covered, just go to wetflyswing.com/23. And uh, head on over to wetflyswing.com slash community to connect with the Facebook group over there where we're continuing the conversation. I believe uh, if you also get a chance, um, it would be great if you could leave a quick review on iTunes. Uh, you can head on over to wetflyswing.com slash review, and there's a quick little guide there on putting this together. Thanks again for stopping by the show, and uh, hopefully look forward to catching up with you soon, maybe online or on the river. Later.